0: Good Risings. I'm Jackie.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And this is Grateful Grains. So this week we're delving into romantic relationships. And today, day four, we're discussing the art of compromise.
1: And we're going to try to stick to five minutes today.
0: Yeah, we're going to (laughs) try.
1: So let's start by coming to terms with the idea that not everyone thinks the way we do. It's a weird concept for me because it seems very very obvious, but at the same time it's a little bit difficult to digest, and I mean that in the sense that not only do people not think like we do, they experience the world in a totally different way. So. For example, a word like love can mean so many different things, and it can mean more to one person than the next, it can carry more weight, or it can be relatively meaningless in its use.
0: Right, and that's a tough obstacle to maneuver. It's also not just the word love, it's everything. We all engage with the world through filters we've acquired throughout our life. So understanding that, when you're in a relationship and you've found yourself in a disagreement with your partner, the core of a healthy communication lies in compassion, its mutual respect, its attentiveness, and its empathy.
1: We're talking about arguing here. People get lost in feelings. They feel misunderstood. They feel misrepresented. They feel ostracized or ignored or undervalued. And at times, traumas are being triggered. So this is one of those situations where that inner monster we discussed in week one can really take control. You may find you're getting what you perceive to be an overreaction if that pain body has taken control. And at that point, just understand that you're dealing with someone's past more than you're dealing with their present.
0: I go back to making sure the foundation of your communication is mutual respect, attentiveness and empathy. Your goal is really about finding out exactly what the other person needs out of this conversation and trying to come to a conclusion about what works together.
1: And that's compromise.
0: Exactly. So sometimes when these conversations escalate, we find ourselves stuck in a cycle. There doesn't seem to be a clear solution. It's the result of moral judgment between partners. It's when the argument is rooted in a difference of values, like because I don't believe the way you believe I'm morally wrong. So what we really have to grasp here is what we said earlier, that people are in fact different. By the way, it may even be that we have similar values, but on different scales.
1: Marshall Rosenberg, Ph.D., in his book Nonviolent Communication, explains, Moralistic judgment implies wrongness on the part of people who don't act in harmony with your values. Your attention in the conversation becomes classifying, analyzing, and arguing the levels of their wrongness rather than what you and what they need.
0: Right. It's so easy to get lost in the game of trying to defeat your partner, even if it doesn't feel like that's what you're trying to do. Again, at the end of the day, you really want to be trying to figure out exactly what they need and what you're comfortable doing to help achieve that.
1: This also speaks to the issue of holding our partners accountable for their past or even past mistakes they've made with you. Holding mistakes over your partner's head doesn't allow room for growth, or at least it doesn't acknowledge that work.
0: Right. We're not saying be blind if there's a pattern and it doesn't seem to be changing. But if your partner knows they made a mistake, they stated that, and they're going to change, and they're showing signs of progress, and you've agreed to move forward, you gotta let it go.
1: So just to recap, when you find yourself in an argument, compromise begins with discovering what needs aren't being met or what specifically you or your partner are asking for. Name the need and focus the conversation on what can be done to achieve that goal. How achievable that need is, is where the compromise exists.
0: Every now and then you'll come across a need that your partner can't meet or vice versa. There's three possibilities. Either your partner isn't trying hard enough, you're not willing to bend enough, or you've reached a non-negotiable where compromise is impossible.
1: And if it's a value that's really important to you, That's relationship-ending stuff.
0: Exactly. If there is no means of compromise, that's when to call it quits. If it's something that's going to keep on coming up, something that's going to make you feel miserable, and change isn't possible... End of the road. Yeah. The truth is, you got to be ready to make some changes if you're ever going to make it last in a relationship. But there are things you should not change. Non-negotiables. And you should know what those are when you're going into a relationship.
1: I've learned some of mine by trial and error, and for me, it has meant the end of relationships.
0: It's part of doing the work. You're gonna save yourself and your partner a lot of time and heartbreak by knowing yourself.
1: Just remember, no one can read your mind. No one will know what you want unless you say it. Even if it's uncomfortable at first, work on speaking your mind. Work on communicating. You'll grow into it.
0: Yes, here's something my husband and I do. At the top of every month, we have a check-in where we both are in a neutral headspace. And we talk about our needs, our wants, things we could be doing better, the overall health of our relationship. And this is a great way to flush things out when you're not in a heated state maybe saying things you don't mean.
1: That's really advice that any couples counselor will give you. Check-ins are an absolute necessity. So today we're leaving you with a question about your non-negotiables. Can you name two values you have, things you believe are part of who you are that you're unwilling to change? Remember, we love hearing from you, so shoot us a message or a comment at Good Risings. And
0: you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one.
1: And you can find me at B. McMuffin. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Tune in tomorrow as we finish off our week on relationships.
0: Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.